Um, so you either have to, with stress, you either have to eliminate the sources of stress, or you have to learn to manage stress. Yeah. And over which, well, in, uh, that's managing. That's a, a, the best way to manage, is to overcome it um, by trusting in the Lord. When you are not walking in the place where God has called you, you may experience some stress. But if we are yoked with him, the promise is that my yoke is easy, my burden is light, right? You know, come to me, come learn of me, take my yoke upon you. Uh, So that's the yoke that we want to take. That's the yoke that I want to make sure that I'm taking, that I'm not doing things out of obligation, that I'm not doing things or not doing things because I don't want to or whatever, but that I hear, and this is for all of us, y'all, that we hear the Spirit of the Lord. And he, had, he would lead us, right, into all truth. He would lead and guide us. We've read stories recently about how the Holy Spirit, especially with Philip and Ethiopian Union, my favorite, about how he just said, okay, Philip, you're going to go over here now, right? And you're going to go up to the chair. And you're gonna, hey. um, anyway, uh, so we need to hear that because if we're yoked correctly, then shouldn't be having any ulcers. <laughs> just saying, unless we just eat stupid. That's not probably not too me. Now I want to wrap up a little bit. Um, one scripture from the last two Sundays, <clears throat> which um, was actually coming from "I Heard You," and it has to do with a lot with our behavior and the outward expression of our relationship and our trust in Jesus. Right, uh, what we look like. Uh, to the world, and, well, and to our brother, brothers and sisters in Christ. Uh, it's an indicator. How we behave, how we handle situations is an indicator of where we are in walking with the Lord, right? And walking with one another. Um, are we being diligent to preserve the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace? Are we... Are we, are we considering others more important than ourselves? Are we seeing these indicators? Are those the things that we're reading on our panel? You know, our gauges. Are those the things? Because those are indicators of how we're doing uh, in our relationship with the Lord. And a lot of times we can get busy with good things and, and be involved and, and really feel like, okay, this is what the Lord would have me to do. And this is where I'm yoked up with the Lord. And that may be true, but it may not be true. And so we need to hear that. We need to hear from the Lord. We don't just do it because it seems like the right thing to do. You know what? And this is my aptitude and this is my, although that's helpful. I mean, the Lord gave you gifts. The Lord gave you abilities. Uh, he's given you experiences through your life. Some of you have a lot more experiences than others. But all those, God takes those and he puts them together and he uses them in his kingdom and for his kingdom purposes. Right? Which are eternal Right? We're just a little speck. We're just a little tiny, tiny breath. You know, we're, we're like the grass and we come and we go. And, and it's in light of eternity. We just have a small, small part. But the beauty is that even though we're all very, very small, we're very critically placed by God in the eternal plan. And so we're a part of something much bigger than ourselves. And that should be encouraging. Maybe it's scary to you. But it shouldn't be because his yoke is easy and his burden is light. A lot of us struggle with 
identity and, and well, you know, is my really, life really have any purpose? You know, am I significant at all in this earth? And the, the, the answer is yes, because if you fit into the Lord's plan and it's eternal, well, then you're significant in a huge, important, the most important eternal plan of the universe. Amen? Beyond the universe. I mean, the universe even is, is temporal. It, it's in space and time. And God is outside of that, and He's invited us into that place, which exists right here, right now. Amen? It's not, you know, a pie in the sky by and by, you know, oh my. It's now. It's now. It's now. It's always now. It's the forever now. He's the great I Am. So, anyway, that's where we fit into all of this. And so we get anxious about a lot of temporal things. We really do. And the Lord is saying, pay attention to me, to my word, to my work, to my body, to my plan. Yeah, do we need to eat? Yes. Do we need to work so we can eat? Yes. And even in the scripture, in the New Testament in particular, well, all of it, all of it. Uh, but, you know, work with your hands, you know. Don't be busybodies. Work with your hands so you'll have something to share with others. Um, it's... It, and that is a spiritual thing. So, and if you're a carpenter, you know when they went to build the temple, when they describe that in the Old Testament, this is not my notes, but uh, it's true, uh, talked about the different artisans. And that those were spiritual gifts that those guys brought. And women, I guess. I, I don't know. You know, I wasn't there. And so we need to see whatever we do, whatever we do in the physical, in the temporal, it has eternal significance and connection. And so, if we think about that, then we can obey the Scriptures like, whatever your hands find to do, do with all your might as unto the Lord. As unto the Lord. And Philemon, when he's talking about uh, slaves and masters, it's like, serve each other because you have a master who's in heaven, right? I mean, that's a little paraphrase, but it's there. The, the concept is there. So it all fits. <laughs> the Bible fits really well together uh, when we read it in context and, and uh, understand the heart. And that's what the Holy Spirit is about. You know, we help each other. And I mentioned something about reading books and that kind of thing. And uh, I want to reiterate that, that, there's, that it is good. It's good to read. It's good to hear other people speak about the things that are in the Scripture. It's healthy to, to think about who God is. You know, and that's what theology is, the study of God. It's just simply that. And, and those are good things. My admonition was, and I want to reiterate this and just emphasize this, that it's Jesus. If you don't understand anything else, it's Jesus. It's Jesus. He embodies grace. He embodies the love of Father. He embodies sacrifice. He embodies, embodies love. Personified. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I know that's kind of redundant, but that's that's what I really want us to, to get hold of. And so, even the things that I'm going to talk about today, they're they're somewhat behavioral. They're somewhat um, helping us focus on the things that are eternal, the things that are important, the things that are good for us, mentally, physically, emotionally, soul, our soul, our soul. Wow. Or what does it profit a man? To gain the whole world 
And what is so? <laughs> so, in wrapping up the last two weeks, I want to read this from Colossians 3, 12 through 17. It's New American Standard. So, as those, that's us, who have been chosen of God, that's us, holy and beloved, that's us, put on you, me, we, put on a heart of compassion. Put it on. It's there. It's in your closet. It's on the hanger, you know, because Jesus put it there. You go in and you put on that heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Put it on. Put it on and leave it on. Don't take it off when you really want to get back at somebody. Don't take it off when you really love to shoot out that sarcastic arrow. Don't take it off. Leave it on. Leave it on. Because that's who you are. That's really who you are. When we give our lives to Him, it's basically our reasonable service of worship. Amen? Put it on. Don't take it off. I'm going to read them again. I think they're important. Compassion. Wow, that, that encompasses so much. Kindness. You know, that's proactive. Humility. That's posture. Gentleness. Ah. Mm, that's a way about you. You know? And patience. Wow, that's an attribute. And it is a fruit. These are all fruit of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit who resides in each of us when we believe. Bearing with one another. That's a very practical behavior. Bearing with one another. And we can't forget that these are all attributes that came to us because of the shed blood of Jesus Christ. That's the way we, we came to experience these things, right? It's not a natural thing for the unregenerate person. I mean, it's just not. Bearing with one to two degrees, some, some have, have sensed the value of that and really strive for that. And we should all the more. Bearing with one another and forgiving each other. Whoever has a complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you. In other words, in the same fashion, to the same degree. Alright? Forgiving each other. Whoever has a complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you, so also should you. So if there's ever a question about you know, should I forgive? I don't know. What do you think the answer might be? <laughs> yeah. It's challenging sometimes. But if, if we have put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, 
then that heart will result in an action of forgiveness. It will, every time. Beyond all these things, beyond all these things, and this is the apex, this is, this is the deep stuff. Whatever you might think the deep stuff is, if it's not this, then I would encourage you to change your definition of the deep things. Because this is always the end of the list. This is always the final outcome. This is always, this is always the eventuality as in our walk with the Lord. Beyond all these things, above all these things, now abide faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is. Beyond all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. The perfect bond of unity. Put it on. Don't take it off. Let the peace of Christ, and this is for me, <laughs> let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts and in your dear demon, 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 <laughs> that thing, do on them. Let it rule to which indeed you were called in one body. Y'all, we were called to that. We were invited. We were chosen. We were it, yeah. It's like, come on. Come on. I think some people struggle when they, they become believers. And they don't do these things. Not for performance sake, but for the expression of their new identity. Our new identity. And they say, well, it didn't work. Oh, oh my. Oh, yes, it did. But you didn't appropriate it. <laughs> Sometimes I have couples come in and say, John, you know, we're having a little trouble. And, um, in fact, I'm, I'm just ready to leave. And, uh, and it's like, well, the new thing I'm doing now, it's like, okay, I want you to give me a year. Give me a year. And give me a year. I'll give you a year. I'll give you a year if you'll give me a year. Because it's not like McDonald's. You drive up and you order a, you know, a Big Mac and it's in the next window. You've got the Big Mac. Oh, man, we're done. It is a life walk. And it is... Learning how to put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, bearing with, no, with one another, forgiving one another as, as, you, as we've been forgiven. And it's like, oh yeah, but you don't know her. <laughs> oh yeah, but you don't know him. You don't know what he's done. You don't know what she doesn't do. <laughs> Whatever. It's like, it doesn't matter. But you, you've got to put this stuff on. Well, yeah, you know what? I tried that on Monday, and I didn't get a response. 
And so I quit. Great. Yeah. How about this one, Gus? Yeah, I know you gave me two antibiotic pills, and I took the first one. I didn't feel better, so I quit taking them. Same thing. <laughs> really? Really now? So we put these things on. It's critical for success. To experience, to enjoy all that the Lord has done for us and given us. Let the word of Christ, let the word of Christ, every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, let the word of Christ richly dwell within you. Get it in there. Get it in there. Let it richly dwell. You know, that's like, let it be there big time. Right? Let it be there big time. With all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another. (laughs) You know, I don't see correcting in there. I mean, you know, you know, lording it over. I don't see that. Let's see. With all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another. How? Call a special meeting and destroy them in front of each other. I've seen it. It is very ugly. With all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Oh, I could sing unending songs of how you saved my soul. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Why do we do this? Why do we have praise and worship? Because it's good for us. It helps the word richly dwell. How many of you have sung songs? If, if, if like, like I'll sing songs from the '60s, and it's like I'm remembering all the words. It's like what? A, you know? Oh my gosh! This is crazy. Yes, I am that old. <laughs> Let the word of God. Richly dwell. So the Spirit will call that up from the depths when you need it. Amen? Isn't it good? It's just so good. Let the Word of Christ richly dwell on you. I'm going to sing it again. Say it again. Sing it again. I'm going to sing it again. With all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts, to God, key, key, key. Singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. I told some of y'all know this story. I won't tell it. When we were at the end, when Franklin Covenant Church was just in its early stages, and uh, and and it wasn't even chartered yet or anything. Well, even after it was, um, Kathy and I usually worship quite a bit, and uh, Patty, <laughs> yay, <laughs> we play, and um, Tom Dvorsky and all different people through the. Through the years, but my dad and Robert Enlow would be right on the. If he, how many have been to the inn? And, and, and that it's not a really big room, you know? And I swear, I mean, those guys, dad, dad and Robert, were like this close to me and Kathy, or Kathy and, Kathy and me. 
And it was like, and they, neither one could carry a tune in a bucket. I mean, I don't care how good a bucket it was. I mean, it, it was really bad. And, but they sang with all their heart. Those two guys loved to praise the Lord. And they were doing just what this says right here. And it's just letting out all of that joy that's in there that he placed in there. And if it's not there, you sing. You sing with gratitude and it'll come. It'll come. There's just something about it. Something about it. It's powerful. So anyway, I always think about that when they when it says sing joyfully unto <laughs> the Lord. You know, making melody in your hearts. Oh my goodness. Whatever you do, whatever you do, in word or deed, whatever you do, the stuff you do, the works you do, the life you live, the way we behave, the way we posture ourselves, the way we respond to things, you know, when things don't, don't, go, don't go our way, when you don't understand that other person, Lord knows Kathy and I, after 40, how many years? One? Yeah, 77. November. Still, sometimes, don't quite get. And so we're still learning. So what I hear you saying is, but let me be honest, most of the time it's like, react, react, you know. And then you have to like, like, Whoa, horsey. <laughs> Slow down. Slow down. That's word and deed. That's word and deed. That's real word and deed. You know? What do you do when an umpire makes a bad call at your child's baseball game? That's word and deed. That's word and deed. Yeah, Phil, Phil and Jerry do a lot of... Have you umpired in in recent time? Recently? Not so recently? Yeah. Oh, Jerry still does. That boy, he'll run up and down that soccer field. Dang! It's like, wow! I admire you, sir. Um, A lot. In word and deed. In word and deed. Not just when you come to church and we can sing and we can do and we can... You know, we're a part of, we're serving at the Pregnancy Care Center, or we're, or we're at the soup kitchen, and we're really nice, and we're free lunch, and, and we're doing all the service and everything. Not just there. Not just there. Everywhere we are, we're to put on this heart. Everywhere that we are, we're in word and deed. Are you, I don't know, I'm, I'm, am I beating this too hard? I think sometimes we just gloss over it. We just read, oh yeah, that's good. That's nice. This is real. This is serious. This is core. Because it produces love in the end. Right? It produces the practice of love in the end, in word and deed. And that's where we're going. The grace of these. The grace of these. It was love that sent Jesus. It was love. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Right? Woo! Mm. John, you're just preaching the gospel again. Day of it. Whatever you do in word and deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, 
That's not just putting Jesus at the end. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> in the name of Jesus means in the character of Jesus. It means in the will of Jesus. It means with all his attributes. It means a reflection of who he is. It means being ambassadors of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of the King, we declare da 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 da. Right? An ambassador would have that authority if he had the seal of the king. We had the seal of the king. And so, do all, in word and deed, whatever you do, in word or deed, do all. Not just when it's convenient, not just when it is easy, but when it's hard, when you're in a place where, hey, you know what? I could get by with this. You never get by with this. <laughs> Hallelujah. I love the kids. I love having the kids. <laughs> it's good. Whatever you do, you do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Giving thanks through Him to God the Father. You know what? I'm going to stop. This is, this is for next week, or maybe another week. I don't know. I don't know. It's pretty good. <laughs> anyway, I think that's enough. I think that's enough encouragement for us, because this is what good salt and light looks like, which is, was basically the theme of the last two weeks. It's that behavior. It's how we get to that behavior. By believing. By trusting and relying on. Putting on this heart of compassion. Kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. And you know what? I hope that all of you spend, some, spend, uh, spend time with others of you. Are you with me? That I, I, there's no way that any of you can spend time with everyone in this room. Even though they're not, you know, we're not packed out. But we're, all of y'all are here. <laughs> Isn't that profound? <laughs> Sometimes it means, you know, a pastor meetings especially says, well, how many you got coming? And you know what they're thinking is some number. And I just say, all of them. <laughs> and y'all are here. Y'all are hearing this. And I want to encourage you to spend time with each other. Just look around. Just look around. Spend time with each other. Because those are the opportunities when we can encourage each other. Those are opportunities when we kind of iron sharpens iron. Those are the opportunities when we can admonish one another. Encourage and admonish. Right? Teaching. Admonishing. With all wisdom. And you know what? Some of you guys, if you're just with me, I'm going to be more careful. And the truth is, if I'm with you, you're probably going to be a little more careful. Now, I want you to be free. <laughs> I want us all to be free in the grace of the Lord. And confess our faults one to another that we might be healed. But you know what? You've got to be with each other for those things to happen. You have to be with each other. And I don't care 
what that looks like. If you just have a regular, you know, we, we spend weekends together or a regular, you know, we do Thursday night meals together. Or, you know, we are in a small group together. Well, all of those are small groups. You know, we need to expand our concept of what a small group is. If you're in a Bible study, if you're in a, you know, a lot of times in a Bible study, man, you're going to put on your Sunday best, you know? You know, you try to say the profound things, you know, like, so they'll know how much you know about the Word and the Scripture and stuff like that. We've got to quit those games. We just need to be like this right here. Yeah, just be real. And, uh, and then encourage one another, you know. Forgive each other really fast, you know. Build each other up. But also, you know, to challenge one another just because we're together, you know, and we're the body of Christ. And it's just, it just happens. Okay. I want to pray, and then I want us to have about five, let's make it a ten minute break, for, uh, so then we'll gather back together for our family meeting, and then after that we'll have covered dish, but I would like you to just take, if you need to go to the bathroom, or you need to grab a snack, or something like that, uh, let's do that. If you would like prayer, man, take this opportunity, take this ten minute opportunity, Get you some prayer. I believe in prayer. Because the prayer of the righteous and powerful, and the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. It's powerful and effective. It's not a game. It's a provision God has given us. So take advantage of that. Okay? Lord, we are grateful to you. We thank you that you have offered us a closet full of good heart stuff. Lord, lead us and guide us as we yoke with you to put on this heart with all these attributes, all these characteristics, all these character traits, all these beautiful, righteous, God-like, just like you, responses and behaviors. Lord, Teach us to put those on and to wear them and not take them off. Father, help us to be a church that actually communes with one another, actually has relationship, lives life together, supports one another, challenges one another in all wisdom and gently. Father, I pray for each person in this room that they would experience the fullness, experience the fullness, the magnitude, every bit of it. Your grace, your love, your forgiveness, your identity. And each one in this room experience that fullness of your presence and guidance and comfort, peace. It passes understanding. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Ten minutes.